Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes. SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two, you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar. Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also considering helping get the word out on the street via social media, five-star rating interview on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Garth Brooks. Just keep taking chances and having fun. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 225. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler Pine City, the B-Dale Club, and Canine Inspired Change. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on a beautiful winter day here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Just enjoyed a refreshing hike through Reservoir Woods with Copper the Wonder Golden. It's also a good day for mixing my new funky jail tune I just tracked. Wednesday played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Great to see Randy T back out and about. Saturday, Brian K. Johnson and myself rocked out at JJ's Pub at Commander Bar in Breezy Point, Minnesota. Was fun planning my first ever gig on a float this summer for the Pequot Legion. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, February 5th, 2020. I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, February 7th. I'll be playing a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Saturday, February 8th. Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rambling on over to Polk County, Wisconsin to rock out at Eagle Lounge on Fox Creek from 7 to 10 p.m. Guest this week is part one of three with the top five 1990s country songs of all time, according to our celebrity guest panel of Shaylo Lee, Tim Sigler, Allie Gray, Jason Sargent, Bart Gosnell, and myself. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, everybody. We're here at the beautiful B-Dale Club in St. Paul slash Roseville, Minnesota. We are here for an epic top five battle tonight. We have the top five 1990s country songs of all time. And we have the celebrity guest panel of some country music royalty singers here. Not Bart here. Bart. <laughs> Ouch, man. That bus is heavy. Oh, buddy. It's okay. 
On our panel, we have Bart Gosnell, owner-operator of Gosnell's Packer, and he brought his own uh, cheering section here and everything. I'm quite the jukebox star, let me tell you. And you guys went uh, virtual golfing today, right? Or actual golfing in the snow at Como, or what did you guys virtual do? Virtual golf, X-Golf and Woodbury. Give it a try. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Nice. So Bart Gosnell's uh, podcast, classic here. Uh, next up, we have... Shayla Lee of the Shayla Lee band and all the cool bands she's part of. Can you clap for her too or no? I will. <laughs> I didn't bring my own fan club though. You didn't either, Bart did I. So he wins already. Yeah, he does. That's just how I roll. Um, Shayla, where'd you play this weekend? Uh, Treasure Island Casino. How'd it go? Fantastic. And I had a, a shout wedding out. proposal on stage. Wow. To you? To you? No. <laughs> no. Not this weekend. Not anyway. this weekend. Maybe next time. Yeah. And a shout out to your niece, Sierra. Yes. So Sierra used to be one of my favorite summer school students in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. Aww. And here it's Shalo's niece of all play- people in the world. What a small world this is turning out to be tonight. It is. So thanks for being on again, Shalo. Thanks, Mark. And we also have Mr. Tim Sigler here, a very popular country male singer around here in the Twin Cities. And uh, you guys just had a big Eric Church tribute show. How did that go, Tim? It was great. We had a special guest singer, Allie Gray, and she killed it. Nice. So, uh, no, we had a great time, man. So, Tim, you've done Bruce Springsteen tributes. You do your own country show, and you do Eric Church. Like, what is the Eric Church final song. What's the main song that goes over by him? Is it Springsteen? Oddly enough, it's Springsteen. It is Springsteen. Yeah. Or it's over when it's over, because that just fits. Okay. Where do you put beer in my hand? Um, Drink in my hand. hand. Oh, drink in my hand. It's normally when someone hands me a big beer. (laughs) Nice. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. And if you want to hear Shayla's story or Tim's story, just listen to previous podcasts. They've both been on before and told their whole life and times or whatever. Next up, my partner in crime, Miss Allie Gray. Perfect. Hi. Edit. (laughs) Miss Allie Gray here at the B-Dale. Again, help me run a top five episode here. Allie, how did uh, you guys open for Tim, right? We did. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for coming. It was good, I think. (laughs) They killed it. It was amazing. Who was... Of course she killed it. My dad was proud. (laughs) Who was in your band that night? That night, it was Scott Winham. Dan Lowinger and Dan Neal. Nice. Really? Yeah. Phenomenal band. Did you guys play in Eric Church? Uh, No. (laughs) We were told, no way. Just kidding. We weren't. But we didn't. Tim, are you doing Springsteen stuff still? I saw that on Facebook. I do acoustic Springsteen stuff still. I've been doing some shows where we're doing like 50 Springsteen songs and... Shelly, who is Sweet. not here tonight, but a bartender on Thursdays, and we play here at the B-Dale Club, wants me to do an acoustic version of Thunder Road. Do you do that? Absolutely. Do the harp and everything nice. and all that oh, shit? yeah. Nice. Nice, man. That's no, awesome. No, I want to hear that. It's good, it's good stuff. And then all the way from Amory, Wisconsin, we have Jason Sargent, a.k.a. Sarge, Woo! from the Sarge. band County Line. They play all the same kind of circuit, too. And Sarge made the trip up tonight. He's a popular basketball coach, singer, ladies' man in the goddamn Wisconsin area. Uh, how's it going, Sarge? It's going really good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We have Natalie behind the bar. We have the original Tommy Lee at the bar right there. And Yvette is already knowing me. That's cool. We're here for the top five 1990s country songs of all time. Allie, would you mind explaining how this usually works, please? So usually you have 
brought your five songs, and we go around the room, and Mark determines where we begin, and you pick one of your songs, and if it's on your list, then it's off your list. Am I explaining this correctly? I don't know. Had a warm-up cocktail before heading out in the town on my only Friday night off this year with my buddy Nick. Sure did the trick to kick off the weekend. Didn't even need mixers when you have a high-end, sweet and smooth vodka on your hands like 45th Parallel. 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka to producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy, slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 45thparalleldistillery.com for hours and more information. So when you're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to bring to the weekend get-together, March Madness party, or just having a cocktail while out and about listening to your favorite local musicians, try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. So whoever says the song, it's their song. And if you already have that on your list, you don't get to say it again. And we go from five down to one. So it's sort of up to you if you want to do your fifth song first or your first song first, just in case you might lose it. How'd I do? He's not even listening to me. Anybody Makes confused? Sense to me. Usually there's a really big prize, too. Mark pulls out $100 from his Ooh. pocket. And... Ah. What? What? <laughs> that was a good face, Mark. Yes. I think so, I did okay. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much, Sir Ali. So we're going to go through our top five 1990s country songs of all time. And if someone says it, we'll start with Bart here and go around like this. And if someone says your song, it's off the list. you got to think of something else. And sometimes it's a scramble. And what we're battling over tonight, I have not talked to Natalie yet. So she generally has a treat or two for the folks here for a prize. But the winner of tonight's event which we have some guest judges, uh, Rachel coming later, and Karen, I hope. But the winner tonight gets this. Pristine 1978. We couldn't have 1990s country if we didn't have 1970s country. Vinyl, pristine, Kenny Rogers. The winner gets this. That's for reals. Look at his mustache in that picture. You got to know. Look at his, so like, handsome. everything. What right? a pimp. It reminds oh, me of the B-Dale Club. That's the cover does. I love it. Yeah, so the winner gets this pristine vinyl of Kenny Rogers, the gambler. Do you like this better than the Richard Marks tapes, Allie? Well, only because I got two tapes, but they're the same tape, the same cassette tape. Yeah, I got a Stutz Bearcat from 1936 <laughs> out in the barn that actually has a record player in it, so that'll work well. Yes, Absolutely. I think it's time for us to start. Okay. okay, so Mr. Bart Gosnell, owner, operator of Gosnell's Packer Inn in Prairie Farm, Wisconsin. Let's start with you. What is your number? And I'm still trying to figure this out. Same. Um, figuring out my strategy. What is your number five? Mark. 1990s. 
Can you tell us about the 1990s country scene, first of all? No. I think it was I think it was killer. I will still play 1990s country songs now and they still get over. So oh, yeah. real quick, in the late 80s, I kind of got my own radio and I fell in love with hair metal and uh, I wouldn't listen to country in the 90s. So I actually became a fan of 90s country in the 2000s. So all the stuff I got is kind of you know, kind of backdated a little bit. And Mark, this is by far the hardest list you've ever come up with for us. For those of you watching at home, Mark uh, is trying to treat the TV as it was a touchscreen panel. It, it was not. Did you guys catch that? Edit. That was all for cute. All for cute. Well, I don't know. It's a BDL club. Cute. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Tommy nice. Lee. So, I, uh, yeah, I just threw out a list of 20, and then I had to come up with a bunch of filters to narrow it down. Uh, so the filters I used is that uh, they had to kind of get famous in the 90s, and then they had to write their own stuff. That really helped a lot. So, oh, uh, oh, really? That's a tough one for me. Well, that, like I said, that's my filter. I don't expect anyone else to go <laughs> for that, but it helped me. So my number five, and I'm going to do these in no particular order, uh, Sawyer Brown, 1992, Some Girls Do. The reason I picked this one is because there is no better front man than Mark Miller. That guy got the crowd so whipped up. I don't know if anyone here remembers him. Is that on, the bald guy? That's the front man. That's the lead singer. That's the Mick Jagger man. Of Sawyer Brown? Of Sawyer Was Brown. he bald? I don't know. He always wore a hat. It's oh, huh? country. I'm going to think of something else. Some Girls Do is a, is a great... That's a quintessential 1990s country song. It's I wanted good. to do Step by Step, but that's... Uh, that's 1985. That's uh, straight off of Star Search. The video for that, he's wearing striped pants, a gold lame vest, and tails. And hey, it gives hope to the rest of us guys out there <laughs> waiting for a gal, because somewhere out there, there's some girl that will, that will do it, man. Well, she turned up her nose as she walked by my Cadillac. Tim, nice. do you cover that song, dude? I've done it a handful of times. <laughs> How about County Line? Do you guys cover that shit there, Serge? not. We're going to have to definitely bring that. We're going to have to bring that one in. If Bart yeah, comes out to our show or if we play at Bart's place, we'll pull that one out. First song. You guys just got to pay BMI for the licensing. Oh. We always do that. Fantastic. Mark, never do that? Mark said it was written in stone that he couldn't pay for it because he'd just be taking money out of his own pocket. That's, That's how He also feel. claimed that he's the one that set dogs and cats against each other. <laughs> really? Okay, we can't forget about uh, JT from T-Birds Cafe and Takeaway here. Uh, JT's another kind of character in the podcast here. We'll, we'll only um, sing ASCAP songs, I promise. Yeah, we're only doing ASCAP songs here. Um, a little bit about JT. He was still in the Flame Burger in Roseville, Minnesota, and Love he it. also to, used to crush guts with, um, I think it was Pamela Anderson before she got in Playboy. Wasn't it, JT? I thought it was um, Heather Locklear. Oh, it was Heather Locklear? It was Pamela Anderson as oh. well. He saw her at a Saints Both? game, and then, yeah. It was, He's she, got a type. He brought her on here to V-Dale. And... It might have been both at the same time. JT? Yeah. Once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, Shayla Lee. Shayla, what is your number five 1990s country song of all time? I picked uh, Mary Chapin Carpenter uh, down at the Twist and Shout. That a girl. Shout, kind of two-step partner in a cage and beat. When it lifts me up, I'm going to find my 
because she kind of made Cajun mainstream at that moment, and yes. that wasn't something that was happening at all. And she was already a very well-known songwriter in Nashville, but you know, nobody was really recognizing her as an artist. You know, she's a little non-traditional. She had a really cool, gritty voice. She was different from you know the typical. Um, female artists that were coming out at that time. So that was a really fun song. I mean, you can't, when I hear it to this day, I have to dance. I got to get up. It's just the best thing ever. That wore out a a lot of jukebox speakers in the 90s. I think it did. And it's still fun. It's still fun. And and she really put herself on the map. I love that song. I never thought of that at all. I, I, I just think that's a cool song, man. And I love Cajun music anyway, but it's just, there's just something cool about that. Nice. She just kind of brought it to the mainstream and made it accessible for those of us who don't live in the bayou. Like, nice. Like, like Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Nice. It's become a tradition for me to mix my new songs I record while driving around town. I take down some notes, make some adjustments, then do it all over again till it's right. Needless to say, I love the rockin' stereo in my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. With 250,000 miles in my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the staff couldn't have been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northbridge Court, Northwest Pine City, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. Yes. All right, Mr. Tim Sigler. What is your number five, top five 1990s country song of I all thought, time? I thought this would go right away. Um, I picked my list based on people that had impact on the rest of the world when it comes to country music. And so you cannot deny the power of Friends in Low Places, which came out in 1990. I don't even have that on my list. That was on mine, but uh, Garth didn't write it, so I was able to cross it off. Yay, filters. It was by far the most impactful country song of the last, you know, 30, 40 years, probably. It still is. Yes, I played almost every single show, and it's like a bar show, drinking show, um, from college-age kids to adults. Everyone loves that song. My uncle was a radio station manager for many years in in, uh, Dallas, Texas, and so when they, his main DJ guy, I'll have to think about this in a minute who it was, has the guitar of Garth Brooks when he played that live and added that famous, is it fourth verse? Or famous third verse? Fourth verse. Fourth verse? Mm-hmm. Friends in Low Places, that's a great pick there, Tim. Absolutely. Yeah, man. You know, and, and I've had a lot of guys that have played for me over the years that are like, oh, we're sick of playing that song. But when I play that song, it's, it's almost like doing an old Hank Williams song because it has had that much impact on country music. And so whether people, a lot of people say PG, like pre-Garth, like country music changed before Garth Brooks. But I think uh, without Garth Brooks, country music would not be anywhere near where it is today. Absolutely. And that song had a big part to do with it. I love that answer, Tim. Absolutely. Still popular now. You can play it anytime, anywhere. That's, that's a great pick. Wow, that's a tough one. Miss Allie Gray, what's number five 
1990s country song of all time. My whole list is pretty much nostalgia because that's how I love music is just how it, whatever story it reminds me of in my past or so on and so forth. And I picked a lot of ballads and love songs because that's also what draws me into music. So I picked, we already talked about it, but Miss Dina Carter's Strawberry Wine off of her Did I Shave My Legs for this album from 1996. And that's just because I think every girl has the strawberry wine story that they remember. Fondly. You know that story, yes, Mark? I concur. I don't. <laughs> Mark, you're going to have to hear that one. Sarge, can you explain what strawberry wine's all about there, brother? Not, I don't think I can do that in the air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like White Claw, right? <laughs> Close. Boone's Farm. White Claw. Actually, I think Brian Johnson and I had st- strawberry Boone's Farm in... Um, that, what was that camp place? We, DN yeah. campground. I think that counts. It does count. Well, yeah. okay. The song, the song Strawberry Wine, that hook, that um, strawberry, that could get really annoying, but it didn't. She right. sang it really good. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but there's a lot of hooks like that where you just roll your eyes after you've heard it the fifth time that night, but Strawberry Wine was never bad that way. Yeah. Unless you hear it during karaoke. Well, that, Fair yeah. enough. that one goes without Fair saying. Enough. Yeah. Tim, I know do you cover that song, too? It's not for the faint of heart. It's a hard song. It's a hard song. It's a hard song. It's a very hard Yeah, it, it seems like it's simple, but no. when you get in it, yeah, it's yeah. A hard song. the yodel has to be perfect. Yes. There's a yodel in it? Yeah. There is a yodel. Oh, boy. Huh. All right, Sarge, Jason Sargent for the band, <laughs> County Line. Did Sarge, it. what's your number five 1990s country song of all time? We got Bart owes everyone a beer. The yep. phones goes off during the podcast. Oh. That's beers. I thought it was a shot, but that's, that'll work. Oh, a shot will work. Beers are well, good. Four of my first top five are picked right now already, but no, just kidding. Oh, um, no. You know, I'm single and sappy, so I was going to go all the way back to 1992. The king, George Strait, of course. Um, you got to go with I Cross My Heart. I think that's... Uh, Damn it. I cross my heart and promise to Man, that's that a great song. Yeah, really that was going to get that one off his list. Yeah, that it one. even had a movie to go with you it. You got a movie to go with it? It's got the whole thing. Um, that's a good Just one. one of the King Ballads, wedding song, just one of the great uh, yeah. great songs by the king. Yeah, man. Man, I've played that at weddings. I've played that all over the place. Um, this girl in college, I remember I used to play these parties, and she always wanted to hear it, so I refused to learn it. I said, I hate that song. We're in any song on planet Earth. Such a grump. And then all of a sudden I heard it, and it was like, oh, yeah, that's cool, too. <laughs> she, she must not have been very good looking, Mark, huh? I know, right? <laughs> Old King George, is there anyone that was that good and never really had a gimmick, just got up there and played great? He didn't need but, but your filter would have probably gotten rid of all of his stuff, though, Bart. I, he didn't write any of I, I didn't take any George Strait stuff, so, I mean, it, it, it belongs on there, but what are you going to do? I will someday do a top five George Strait podcast because he is one of my favorites oh, of all can time. Can I be on that one? Because I love George Sure, Strait. yeah. Well, you yeah. could have up to 10 people because he's got 50 number ones for a, for a disc. I love 61. George, man. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> okay, so my number five. 
top five 1990s country songs. So I was not into country at all throughout high school. I was into like hard rock and then some like kind of folksy stuff like James Taylor and Paul Simon and things. And then I went to visit the uncle I mentioned earlier down in Texas. He lived in Arlington and he took me to an up and coming singers songwriter show at Billy Bob's in Fort Worth, Texas. So we got to sit front row and I got to meet this guy and hang out and it was tons of fun. And this guy was walking on the tables, just putting himself over. It was really cool. And I bought the album. I listened to it my whole like senior year of, of high school and I just loved it. The song is not very status, like it's not very appropriate now, I would say. But one of my introductions to 1990s country music was from 1994 off his album, Not a Moment Too Soon. And it's a song, Indian Outlaw by Tim McGraw. Amazing. Yeah. I'm an Indian outlaw, half Cherokee and Choctaw. My baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a one of a kind. All my friends call me Bear Crow. Village chicken is my pawpaw. He gets his orders from my mama. Amazing. I loved that song. That was, a, and it was so controversial at the time. It was such a new thing. Yes, you know. it was. He got some flack, but in the end it was, you know. For my 20th, 20th birthday, we gate crashed Country Jam. That's a whole other story we can't get into. But uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill and Clint Black and the Bellamy Brothers played. And I didn't know who the hell Tim McGraw and Faith Hill were, but they both rocked it or countryed it. They, they stole that show that day. Excellent. My life took a good turn when Copper the Wonder Gold and I became part of canine-inspired change. All the heartwarming and memorable experiences we've gained from doing therapy dog work can't be counted or put into words. Just got word that Copper and I will be working at Union Gospel Mission this spring in St. Paul with Team Millie and Kate. Going to be a blast trying out our program with some new folks. Canine Inspired Change is a nonprofit organization dedicated to giving vulnerable youth the social emotional tools they need to be active participants in their schools and their communities. Our work helps these remarkable young people transcend trauma, social struggles, and isolation by sparking meaningful connections with dogs, volunteers, and each other. If you are interested in giving back to the community with your dog or contributing to this worthwhile nonprofit organization, please look into Canine Inspired Change at canineinspiredchange.org. All right, moving on. Number four. Bart Gosnell, what's number four 1990s song, country song of all time? Again, in no particular order, this one's from 1994, and it was written by David Lee Murphy. This is one of those songs that kind of became an anthem. It's not really that deep, and I think people kind of give it a bad rap just because everyone sang it, but it's dust on the bottle. I did too. It's a phenomenal song. I have to say something. What, Allie, what podcast was it when I said that was the worst song? Yeah, one of them. That I did. I said it was Alabama. the worst. I don't know why we got to that. And I mentioned it. And so right. I never had more flack from a podcast yeah. ever than saying, you don't like that dust on the bottle song? I'm like, actually, I do. I just had the information on my phone. But I got a lot of shit for that. Mm -hmm. So I had it on my list. So people that are going to rip on it. I had it on my list as well. We do people try to attach day. such a deeper meaning to it, and it's a, it, it's a song with a cute little double entendre, but it's a very good song. It is. I love Plus, it. Plus, it was written by David Lee Murphy, so it made the filter. He was pretty awesome. And he's a good-looking fella. 
He kind of looks like Marv right there, Shalo. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> now, now he does. You yeah. started He's talking about David Lee Murphy being good looking, and I think Sarge rubbed my knee. Sarge? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, Shalo Lee. Shalo, what's your number four top five 1990s country song? Uh, this one was in 1991, I believe. Uh, Alan Jackson's Midnight in Montgomery. Because it's midnight in Montgomery. Just hear that whippoorwill. That song, that song freaked me out in so many ways. Uh, that was back in the days when CMT actually had videos. Yes. And I used to watch them a lot when I go to my aunt and uncle's house oh, no. because I didn't have cable because I grew up in the sticks in Wisconsin. But Amen. Yeah, I, we had channels four, five, nine, and eleven. That was about it. But that uh, the video, the meaning Channel behind two, the song. Shalo. I mean, the the whole you know reference to Hank Williams and everything about that song. Uh, he did just such a beautiful job, and it was just dripping with pedal steel and. I just, everything about that song is just, it's spooky, it's nostalgic, it's a tribute to Hank. I mean, there, you can't go wrong with that song at all. And he killed it. It's just, he did a really good job on that song. One thing about Alan Jackson, which is kind of cool when I was doing the songwriting thing down there, is that you could drive to his home and he would let you pitch songs to him. He had a mailbox in of his driveway and you could throw... CDs in there and apparently he would listen to them because he was so open to hearing other people's songs although he was an accomplished songwriter himself I'm not very familiar with that song but he obviously is a, is a king of 1990s country. Don't even get me started on that whole uh, song Dropbox thing because five years before Chattahoochee came out I wrote Hey River Hoochie and <laughs> nothing. I think he stole it. Why don't you talk to BMI about that Bart or ASCAP? <laughs> <laughs> the ass hats at ass cap. War on live music, man. All right, Mr. Tim Sigler, what's your number four? Well, I'm going to try to get the ones that I think everyone's going to pick, but I, I think this one's probably safe because everyone's kind of going to the more personal favorites. But I think this song had a huge impact on country music, especially for females. But uh, you can't deny the success of Shania Twain when she burst onto the scene when any man of mine yes. went to number one. Canadian invasion was underway, and she blew the doors off of both the country and pop world. It literally changed everything. That is on it, my list. Yes, it That's literally on my list. I, I was changed, 11 when that came life. out. Oh, God, it changed everything. Yeah. That song had more moms and aunts dancing with their little five- and six-year-old daughters. Uh, like, they'd come in the bar to get a burger. Someone would go play that, and then the moms and daughters would get up to dance. I never saw another song do that. I recently Amazing. had to edit to our set list for every night because we get it requested every it. night. Yes, and they every dance. night. And we didn't used to do it, but we I do it now because well, and you yeah, know it, we did it, it happens every time we play. It's it. kind of like some of the Garth stuff, where it's exactly. like uh, you know maybe 15 years ago it was like oh you're playing more Garth Brooks or you're playing more Shania Twain, but now they're starting to enter right. that that age where they're legends now. Exactly. Yes. And people are start, yep. finally starting to give Shania Twain credit as being a legend. Yep. I'm so you glad know. she came back this year. Me too. Yeah, that was absolutely. pretty cool. We played a show on Saturday in Eagle Lounge in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. And we got down to the show, and the DJ was up there, and he played that song. 
and I was talking to some of my friends. I'm like, wow, this stuff still gets over, and this stuff's got to be 20-some years old, whatever. And the girl I was talking to, my friend Haley, she just married my friend Ryan. She goes, I love Shania. Ryan right up on stage started dancing. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that stuff, that's, that's a good pick, and it's on my list. I want to tell you all about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B. And Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is a fact. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway is always spectacular. Super Bowl Sunday with the Greasy Gravy Blues Band was a blast this weekend. Anxious to have lead singer and harmonica player Jay on the podcast soon. Also enjoyed Nicole Stanton's set on Friday as well. B-Dale's turning into a hot music joint in the Twin Cities. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told that after being talked about in these podcast ads, the Waller's Woodhill Cocktails are selling like hotcakes. Karaoke, live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo nights, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. All right, Allie Gray, what's number four? Well... Shalo brought it up, but for me in the 90s, I graduated, graduated high school in 93, and I got a studio apartment in St. Paul, and my TV had those channels, but I was lucky enough to have cable, and I watched CMT and GAC, were the two yes. country stations, yes. and they played country videos nonstop, and it changed my life. First of all, for female singers, and then just because I loved country music, but I can't leave out, and nobody's said them yet, so I'm jumping in there who I think has the most perfect, perfectly melodic singing voice I've ever heard, Vince Gill. Ugh. And so how do you pick one of his songs? I don't know. Somebody might pick another one. But the one I chose, because, again, I love ballads so much, is Whenever You Come Around from his 1994 album, yes. Love Finds You. I just think that song, still, to this day when I hear it, it I could cry. It it's stands your hair so, on end. Yes. Yeah. He, almost all of his songs do, really. And I love his fast stuff, too. But that one song, I just... Do you know the story about why he wrote that song? No. He had just met Amy Grant. That's... And that he year? wrote that song oh about her. Oh, my word. And they had become friends, and, and he had this... He just instantly fell in love with her, and... That was what he wrote that song about. And, and do you know, still do you know where they kind of, kind of hooked up and had their courtship at Eagle Street in, in St. Paul. They, yeah. they had to hide. So I'm throwing out a shout to Barton and his golf friends. They would meet at golf courses. No way. What? Yep. That's that's the story. They'd meet at golf courses around Nashville and well, because they were hang married, out and I think they were married. hold hands yeah. and do things like that. No shame. Vince could play anything with strings or still oh, can. Oh, yes. He, I just, he's a hell of he's a, a blues genius. guitar player. He's a genius. Yeah. He really is. And he, yeah, I love all of his stuff. But that, that song, song. Oh, that makes I it agree. even better. Yeah. There's yeah. some cool YouTube videos of just people sitting around Vince's house, and he just jumps up, and uh, I forget who he gave it to, but it was some $70,000 guitar. And Vince, no, 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 just play it, play it. You'll, you'll like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vince Gill has played a huge influence in far as, like, if you've heard me sing ever, I got a very high, squeaky singing voice. Vince Gill. And right. so oh. when, when Vince Gill did the country thing, it made me feel that I could do the country stuff, too, yeah. because he was took a higher approach to that. Man, he is 
one of my favorites. Well, let's yeah, hear a little a bit of it, Mark. Pick. How can we get this far into the podcast and I'm the only one that sang? <laughs> it's only round one here, or round two here, Bart. Give yeah, us, we'll give me a minute. I'm sorry, I didn't, mean to, Vince I didn't Gill. mean to cut a promo on you. It's <laughs> tough to jump right into this. Love Gill. the wrestling talk. Nobody All right, Mr. J- uh, Jason Sargent. Sarge, what's number four there, brother? Some we'll good stuff. There's a good stuff going around. Um, you know, in the 90s, as kind of what turned me on to country, uh, some of the new artists that were coming up, but the Blackhawk album that came out in the 90s, I think it was 94. That, there's yes. so many good songs in that album. Pretty much one of the albums you can just put in and let play. I think one of my favorites from that is Every Once in a While. That was on my list. Just a great song, just a fun, kind of between a, a kind of a sad song and a happy, just a great uh, party song. I know my college roommates and I, we, we drank a lot of beer to that song, and just uh, anytime it comes on or I go to the bar, I want to put that song on, and just a great song by them. Good call, man. You know so that good. song instantly because the mandolin right away. Very distinctive. Mm-hmm. And then and Blackhawk is so fantastic with June. harmonies. Shalo opens for Blackhawk. She already did open for them, and she's going to do it again. Shalo, can you tell us about opening for the band Blackhawk, please? I can. Um, they are super fun. They're kind. Uh, the first time I do opened up for them... they smoke a lot of weed? No, they actually don't. Um, actually, Henry uh, ended up biking around Wisconsin. I, the first time I opened up for them was down in a place called Gaze Mills, Wisconsin, for the Stump Dodger Festival. It was around July 4th, and... Uh, we opened up for them, and they actually came out of their bus and watched our entire show. Oh, and like, that's so cool. we talked to them after the show uh, between, you know, like the fireworks and stuff, and they were just so nice. I ended up making friends with them, and um, we've now opened up for them a couple more times, and we're going to do it again in June up in Ham Lake. Um, so Listen, they're, w- they're fantastic. I want to say one other thing, and I bet you'll agree with me. Her guitar player, Larry Revere, can kill Yes. says it all. He can. Oh, he can. You should hear him sing that's that song. That's a good song. He can. You should hear him sing that. And oh, they're, they're, I love Larry. They're, shout out to Larry. That's a shout out to Larry. Yeah. Their harmonies are just laser, laser tight. I mean, yes. just absolutely they, brilliant. They write a lot of their stuff, so I mean, they, they can they can put it right where it belongs for them, which is fantastic. Yeah, the harmonies in, in that whole album are amazing. Oh, they're and and they're just as good now as they ever were live. They're uh, they're impressive. They're absolutely. I think impressive. we should stop the podcast and play it. On the, on I'll the probably parts. play it on break. Yeah, okay. yes, you should. All right, that great pick, Sarge. You got them all fired Sorry, up. Okay. Yeah, we're all excited. My okay. <laughs> <laughs> My number four. Then we're gonna take it. We're gonna take a little break here. So all number right. four. My sister, when she was in college at UW Superior and played volleyball up there, she used to listen to this band, and she had this cassette tape, and I would listen to it and borrow it, whatever, and ended up being, along with Vince Gill, one of my favorite singers of all time. This is also one of my favorite singers of all time. Um, Natalie Maines of the Dixie Chicks. Yes. And this song just, it's still, I absolutely just love this song. I'm going for more like personal heartstring okay. stuff too, what affected me the most in 1990s country and got me into that. Thanks, Sarah Sigler. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, off their 1997 record, Wide Open Space, is the song There's Your Trouble. Oh, God. I-
that is a great favorite. song. I love Dixie Chicks. I've always loved that song. I still love that song. It's my pick. All right, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. <laughs> That's part one of our battle over the 1990s Serious top five battle. country songs of all time. We're battling over a Kenny Rogers, the Gambler album vinyl. We're here at the beautiful Beedle Club in St. Paul slash Roseville, Minnesota. Thanks to Natalie behind the bar, JT in the kitchen. Our celebrity guest panel is Bart Gosnell, Shayla Lee, Tim Siegler, Allie Gray, and Sarge. Let's go. Uh, all right. Please tune in next week for part two. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler Pine City, The B-Dale Club, and Canine Inspired Change. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go with some fun. Till next time. Your dreams can take